Hello world, my name is Hannah and this is my world where I am going to be humble, open, and transparent about my journey as the wife, the mom, and the boss. Hello world and welcome back. Today, I want to talk to you guys about maintaining your level. Now, I have shared with you already since the beginning of this year that my mantra or theme for this year is all about emerging, embracing, and evolving, right? The three E's. And I've also shared with you guys how last year during the pandemic that I I had an opportunity to really just spend a lot of time with God. And he uh, revealed some things to me about myself, especially in the areas of healing. And so one of the things that God revealed to me is that, Hannah, there's a lot of things in your life that you haven't fully been healed from. And until you allow me to fully heal you from it, I can't fully use you because you have to be able to talk from a place of strength when you share with somebody about what you've been through and how my grace was sufficient enough to get you through it. And, you know, uh, I didn't realize those things until, you know, he started revealing and exposing those areas in my life that I thought I was healed from, you know, um, and it was hard to go through that. And I'm not going to, you know, sit here and tell you guys like, oh, I'm completely healed and I'm fine now. No, it's a progress. It's a progression, you know, um, but there's some things that I have been healed from and I can see the difference in myself. I can feel the difference. But one of the things about me is, is that I do suppress a lot of things. Um, I grew up in a household where there was a lot of arguing. And so for me, um, I don't like conflict because I don't, I didn't like the way that I saw conflict handled in my home. And so because of that, whenever there is an issue or a situation that brings tension it's a trigger for me and so instead of trying to face it head on I kind of retrieve and run back and my thing is is that you know what my feelings about this it doesn't really matter I don't need to say anything so let me just suppress it and so that's what I'll do and um, my nickname or one of my nicknames in high school was TikTok and it was because I suppressed so much that when somebody would come and push that button that was like the the power button for the the pressure release or whatever and everything just blew up regardless of what that person did they got it all whatever I had been holding on to it just all came out in that moment and so people would say to me Hannah like we just don't know when you gonna blow up you know and that's not a good thing at all um and that was something that I dealt with in high school had to learn to manage better but even in managing it better it was more so not really dealing with the issue but still just suppressing it and now learning how not to blow up on people when the the pressure point was pressed you know um and that's something that I've had to deal with in my marriage especially because Anthony is a very expressive person he's the kind of person like no let's deal with this issue head on I don't want it to fester I need to let you know how I feel and that's great for him but it wasn't great for me because for me it's just like dude if you knew the arsenal of things that I had in my hand to tell you about that I don't like or that I don't appreciate, I mean, you wouldn't be coming at me with all of this. But that wasn't fair to him, right? Because he didn't know. I didn't say anything to him. I made it seem like everything was fine. You know, um, 
for example, he likes to have my undivided attention when we're talking. So he's just like, can you get off your phone? Yet still, he will be on his phone when he's talking to me. Now, I've never said anything about it because I'm like, I'm not going to make a big deal of it. But for me, it's just like, dude, you trying to hold me to a standard that you're not even carrying yourself. But the thing was, is, well, Hannah, you never talked about it being an issue. So if you don't tell me that it's an issue, then I don't know. And so I mean, now that I do, I'll put my phone down, too. And so it's it's a perspective thing, too, because in my mind, I'm like, but if you're asking me to put my phone down, then you should automatically be practicing that to lead by example. Right. You know, but that's a whole nother thing. And that's not what I'm talking about today. But I'm just giving you guys an example of just how I would let little things fester and then that it's like when they say let's get to the root of an issue because a lot of times when people get into arguments especially spouses when they get into argument over one of the little foxes something that's so minute it's just like it's really not that that we're arguing about it's something else something that I've been holding on to that I haven't addressed with you and because I haven't addressed it this little thing that you did is a trigger for it and it bothers me and so now we have this big huge blow up um I can use an example of how Anthony and I Uh, the other day when we were trying to cook together it was a trigger it was one of those triggers for me where it was just like oh you're saying that you want to cook as a family but what actually happened is is that I was being asked to do multiple things and it's just like well where is the family togetherness or input or participation that's not what's happening this is a trigger for me I don't like what's going on I'm about to retreat and (laughs) it's just it's a lot it's just little things like that and that's one of the reasons why you know Yeah, you do need to address the little foxes before they grow into full grown like wolves. And now it's tearing your house apart. But something else that I want to share about that um, right before I really dive into the whole maintaining your level thing is that we also need to do heart checks because for me, my one of my issues why I never really address stuff is because I didn't want to be a nagging wife. I didn't want to be a complaining wife. I didn't want to be known as the person that was always complaining. So a lot of things that I've been through throughout my childhood, like I didn't want to be known as a victim. I didn't want to be thought of, oh, I'm using what I've been through as a crutch because I, I do appreciate and I thank God for the wisdom of understanding at a young age that everything that I have been through served a purpose and a reason and it's a part of who I am today it's a part of you know where I'm going and so I you know I embraced it but at the same time as embracing like okay this is a part of my story this is a part of my life it was just like instead of dealing with some things dealing with some people who may have hurt me I was just like I'm just gonna suppress it because it was a part it was a learning experience right so let me learn from it throw it in 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 my backpack and move on and it's just like no God's like no I need you to heal from it And so it takes me to where I am now because all of those things that I wasn't fully healed from, they were hindrances in my life. You know, it's like that scripture that says, take all the weights that are hindering me so I can run this race. Well, all of those things were weights that were holding me down. They were holding me down through fear. They were holding me down through doubt, through the feeling of rejection, through the feeling of um, being unqualified for certain things I would discount or discredit myself because of these things that have happened and it's just like well you didn't do this so you can't do that or you know because of this who are you to to speak about that you know all of these different things were just hindrances and God's like Hannah no more no more you have to fully be healed from this because I need you to understand that 
I have already claimed the victory for you. I'm the one who qualifies you. I am the one who has set you apart. I'm the one. If I am sending you here, know that I have already equipped you with everything that you need to go. So just go. This is how you can go in my strength. I'm not asking you to go on your own. I'm asking you to go in mine. But until you let go of these things that you feel that keep you unqualified, these things that uh, allow you to uh, um, have fear and doubt and question whether or not I want to use you, we need to go ahead and address this and take care of it now. So that's where the whole revealing and exposing came from for me in 2020. And so now that it's been revealed and exposed, God's like, I need you to emerge from it. I need you to come out of that Throw off the weights that are hindering you. And so as I'm throwing off these weights that are hindering me and 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 it's a progression because I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys that, oh, I've been completely healed from all of it and I am great now. No, there's some things that I have received full healing of. There are some things where I am still being healed from. It's a process. It's a progression. And I have learned that. But as I am, you know, being healed um, through these different things. I have to embrace where I am, right? I have to embrace who I am right where I am. And that has been a journey within itself. That has been a progression within itself. Because the other thing that God has revealed to me in this year about me embracing who I am is, Hannah, even if you reach the goals that you set out for yourself, you're never going to be satisfied because you haven't learned how to be content with where you are you haven't learned to be to fully embrace where you are right now and be joyous about it you know um and it's in the little things like for example one of the reasons why this this podcast podcast was even given birth to was because I got lost in my identity as a wife and as a mother and I was no longer you know, really taking time for myself. I I felt very much alone, very much by myself in this relationship um, and just journeying through these different avenues, these different labels that I have acquired uh, by myself. And so there were a lot of questions or concerns or conversations that I wanted to have, but it was just like, who do I talk to? You know, who who do I reach out to? And that within itself is a whole nother story because for for me, I didn't really keep I'm, I'm an introvert. And I, I believe I've shared that with you guys before. But for me, I really didn't hold on to a lot of the connections that I had, you know, from high school and from college. Like there were some relationships where there was hurt that was done. And so me, I was the kind of person was just like, OK, I'm gonna just keep it pushing. You know, I shared that with you guys already. And so because of that, when I moved to Orlando uh, for school and, and, you know, Anthony and I were engaged by the time. So I knew that Orlando was where we were going to be settled. Um, once we got married, it was like I was in this new place with new people, new faces. And so because I didn't necessarily hold on or keep the lines of communications open with my friends from college and my friends from, you know, high school, it was just me and my husband. And so 
especially with his position at the church, you know, and you're told during uh, premarital counseling, oh, what happens uh, between a man and woman should stay between a man and woman. You shouldn't even share it with your parents because once you start loving them and forgiving them again, then your parents might not. And now there's an issue between your spouse and your your parents. And so all of these different thoughts and all these different nuggets and, you know, wisdom and advice that was given to me, all of this is in my head. And I'm just like, oh, goodness, Lord. Who do I talk to? So it was just me and God for a very long time in my marriage. I'll be celebrating 13 years this year. And I would have to say that maybe this had went on for about a good eight. And it's great to have that relationship with God. But how many of you out there know, hey, it's nice to talk to a friend, too, and be like, girl, do you go through this, too? <laughs> it's nice to know that I'm not alone. Um, and so that's where it was. And so this is just me sharing my journey of learning how to embrace Hannah again and to not only just embrace her because I've I've done that over the years like okay yeah now I'm taking time for me now I'm doing stuff for Hannah but it's like I'm doing stuff to fix her to make her better to get to this place of perfection to be the perfect wife to be the perfect mother to be the perfect woman this boss that everybody is talking about like I want to be a boss too and And God is like, Hannah, no. First of all, I've set you apart. So you're not going to be like everybody else. So let's get out of this comparison trap, which is really hard, y'all, because I've even talked about the comparison trap before. But even though I have talked about it, there are times that I still find myself falling into that trap because I will look on Instagram and I will see somebody who's doing something similar to me and I start comparing myself to them. And it's just like, oh, I'm not seeing the same success that they are seeing. Like, what am I doing wrong? And there's nothing wrong about doing research and learning how to better yourself because that's a part of evolving, right? Like we should always be learning because when you're learning, that means that you're growing in knowledge and wisdom. So there's nothing wrong with that. But where it comes to a place of, of, of danger is when as you're learning and growing, on how to improve yourself now you're starting to compare and trying to be like that person that's a no-no you know there's only one hannah oh there might be other hannahs out there there might even be people with the exact same name as me but i am my own original right like nobody else can be this version of hannah except for me and so because this version of hannah is the the version that i've been entrusted with to take care of this is the version that i need to embrace and be happy with like i need to love all of her i need to love everything that i currently see as flaws and i think i've shared it in one of my um my instagram posts that what i even may see as flaws in myself god is like is what makes you unique because it's unique to my story right because we are all called and appointed to go out and to share the gospel with other people right we are all called to be the ministers you know what i'm saying it's just like pastor michael todd has said and he he's he preached on last year but we are all called to be ministers you know what i'm saying and that's because we each have our own message you know turn your mess into a message we each have our own stories i can't tell your story the way that you know how to tell your story just like you can't tell my story the way that i know how to tell it because i lived it i experienced this even though we may go through the same experiences we don't experience and experience them the same way we experience them differently so this is why it's important for you 
for myself because I always tell y'all I try to speak for myself and not for anybody else but this is why it's important for me to embrace my story and not to try to compare it to anybody else's not to you know feel bad about it in any way but embrace all of it and be like you know what this is who I am. This is who he created me to be. He's the author and the finisher of my faith. He knows my story from before it even began. He knows my ending and he knows all what's going to happen in the middle. So I just need to embrace all of that. I need to be happy with all of that, with who she is right where she is. I shared with you guys in another episode about how, you know, I was going through the whole Wanting to get back to 2014, Hannah, because that's when I was at my best physical appearance or my best. Uh, I don't even want to just say health, but just like I, I the body was right and tight, y'all. I'll just put it like that. Like I, I was happy with her. Like that's a body that I was like, yes, you know, going out and buying new clothes to just dress her with and everything. But it's like, OK, Hannah, you've gotten older now. You, you've changed a little bit like you don't necessarily run as much as you did before. You're trying to get back there, but it's taking you a little time because other things have been put on your plate. But even though you're not where you were and that's where you would like to be. And when I say that, not necessarily the same mentality, because like Anthony has shared with me, I have grown in wisdom um, but more so like I like that physique that I had, but and I think I shared this with you guys in a, a, another episode as well. God was like, OK, Hannah, so even if you got back to this body, right, even if you worked really hard, got to the, the goal weight that you want to be at, got to the physique that you want to be at, you're not going to be happy. You want to know why you're not going to be happy because you're not happy with where you are right now. You got to learn to be content with right where you are. And a lot of times, and I was having this conversation with a friend, and it, the the revelation that came from that conversation was just so good because it's not just about always wanting to get to the next level. And that's the thing. Like, when is enough enough for us? When are we going to learn to embrace right where we are and master that? Because a lot of us are trying to move on to the next level or get to the next thing before we even master where we are, which is why sometimes we will continue to walk around in the wilderness. It's like with the the children of Israel. You know what I'm saying? A trip that should have taken them two weeks took them 40 years. Why? Because they hadn't learned how to maintain the level that they were on a whole generation had to die off because they were stuck in their old ways and traditions and 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 worshiping their idols that God was like no I can't take y'all into the promised land and so I'm going to have to train up this new generation that's coming up to let them know who I am so that they can carry that over into the promised land with them so that they can get to the next level they had to learn how to maintain in the wilderness they had to learn how to maintain in relying on God and depending on him and realizing that he is the the creator of all that he is the great I am no other God should be placed before him and it's the same thing with us a lot of times we'll find ourselves circling the same issue the same problem over and over again why because we haven't learned to master or maintain the level that we're on we're trying to strive to get to the next level and it's like as soon as you get there now you're trying to get to the next level that's me I don't know if that's y'all but that has been me. I remember when I got my master's degree. 
Skyland was probably about two years old. When I enrolled, Skyland was was about two or one and a half. And AJ was about five months. And yeah, I went back to school while I had a five month old and a toddler. So two kids under the age of two. All right. I remember sitting, getting up in the middle of the night and putting AJ on a boppy so that I could nurse him as I typed a paper. And so it was a tough two years. I thank God that I made it. But then when that was over, I was already thinking, okay, so when should I go get my PhD? And Anthony was like, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm all for you going for your PhD. But first of all, I just watched you get your master's. That was a journey within itself. So let's sit down and think about this. Let's 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 have a conversation. Um, what are you going to be getting your Ph.D. in and what are you going to be utilizing this for? Like, what is the goal? What is the plan? Are we just trying to acquire another degree? You know, and I and some people may look at that. Oh, well, that's him not supporting you. No, that was him holding me accountable. You know, um, it, And that's the thing, like a lot of times when we have an accountability partner in our life, whether that is our spouse, our our mother, our girlfriends, um, you know, whoever that person is in your life, a mentor, that person is there to help you think things through before you just jump to another situation or jump into another another decision. And that was him holding me accountable, like, okay, Hannah, well, what's the goal? What's the plan? You know, like, because at the time I and I still am working in higher education. And he was like, okay, so do you see yourself in higher education long term? Like, are you trying to move up to eventually being a campus president, being a provost? Like, what is the goal that you need to get your PhD in this discipline? I'm just trying to understand because I'm here to support you, but I also want to keep you from just feeling like you got to do something else to make yourself feel like you are somebody. And and Anthony knew because it was a very hard decision not to return back to, to law school. And so a part of me feeling like, oh, I should go for my PhD now is like, oh, well, I would have had my Juris Doctorate had I finished law school. So let me go ahead and get this doctorate in higher education. You know what I'm saying? Like, but why, Hannah? What purpose did it serve? Needless to say, I haven't gone back yet. And I realized that getting my PhD is probably not what I need to be doing right now because I don't know if I see myself in higher education long term this has been a conversation an ongoing conversation between me and God like God is this where you have me I don't feel like it is but I want to hear you clearly to know whether or not I'm I'm in this for the long run or if there's something else that you have for me so no I haven't gone back to get my PhD because in all honesty me getting a PhD in higher education would be solely for the purpose of staying in higher education long term So it's like trying to work that out. But I had to learn how to maintain the level that I'm on right now. Yes, I am a wife. I don't have to lose myself in that identity, but I need to master being the best wife that I can be for Anthony, because that is my husband, not being the best wife and out here trying to teach other wives how to be or anything. No, we're here to encourage one another. We're doing life together. 
but I need to maintain and master being his wife because he is evolving and changing. And it is my job and responsibility to study him, to learn about these changes, to learn about his new likes and new dislikes, because things that worked with him before don't necessarily work for him now, just like how things that worked for me before don't work now, just like how Hannah is changing and evolving and becoming into this this new person, you know, um, embracing who she is. The same thing is happening for my husband. And if I'm not studying him, if I'm not learning his new likes and dislikes and I'm over here trying to use old things on him, he's going to get frustrated. And 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 that's where marriage is no longer a beautiful thing, because it's like you can't even take the time to get to know me now. You using stuff from almost 13 years ago that I'm not that same dude, just like I'm not that same girl, you know, Um, and with my children, they are two different personalities. I can't do the same thing that I do for AJ to do for Skyland. It doesn't work that way. I have to study my kids. I have to learn their love languages and learn them and, and love them in their love languages i have to take the time to to study them and to know know them as well because they're growing i have to take the time to train them up in the way that they should go i have to take the time to listen to their stories like that is mastering the level that i'm on right now and there is no shame in being a a woman who loves being a mother because i i I, again i'm gonna just speak for myself but there were a lot of times that i felt that oh just being a mother wasn't enough like no i have to be out here being a boss i have to be out here working and and making my own and doing and god is like who told you that i didn't tell you that like i blessed you with children because this was the responsibility that I have given you I put something in you to pour into them that only you can pour into them so if you're not pouring that into them then they're lacking they're missing they they are not receiving everything that they need because you over here worried about some other stuff that I didn't tell you to be worried about this is what I I I purposed you for and a lot of times I had I don't want to say I had a problem with that but I don't know how many of you guys have watched that movie sold by Disney but it's a very powerful movie and to me I got a lot of spiritual revelation out of it because a lot of the times we're over here so busy searching for purpose and searching for what it is that we're supposed to do and searching after this passion that we have and like no this is what I'm supposed to do and and God is like purpose is in every day it's in it's in the daily stuff like your day to day that's your purpose you being there present for your family listening to your kids listening to your spouse you know um taking time for other people fellowshipping with your friends being there for your girlfriend who may be going through a hard time right now and needs to get an encouraging word you taking the time out that day-to-day stuff that you do even what you do on your job being there for your co-workers being an example not complaining when things are changing but uh showing up that like hey whatever i do is doing on to the glory of god so whatever y'all throw at me i'ma just take it with a grain of salt because you ain't my source anyway you just a resource that he uses to get things to me like that is your day-to-day purpose learn to maintain that learn to master that there's nothing wrong with aiming or having goals in your life like i talked to you guys about this at the beginning of this year God is all about goals. He told us to write the vision and make it plain. You know what I'm saying? He he says where there is no vision, my people perish. So God is all about goal setting. 
you know, there we do have goals, but at the same time, he's just like, I need you to master some things. I need you to maintain. I need you to be content with where you are. And so this is why I wanted to talk to you guys today about maintaining your level, maintaining the level that you're on, because some of us, and again, I don't want to speak for anybody else but myself, but I have found myself trying to get to the next level before I got everything out of the level that I'm currently on. It's just like playing a video game. The video game does not let you get to the next level until you master that level. Like point blank, period. You do not go to the next level until you have accomplished everything that you were supposed to accomplish on that level. But a lot of us are trying to learn how to the back door. How do I get to the? How do I conquer the? And we do that for a video game. But in life, do we take the time to go to the manual? To I mean, because that's what the Bible is for us. It's our manual. Uh, go to the Creator. Like, hey God, how do I? What am I supposed to be learning out of this? Because I've been on this level for quite some time. And that's the other thing. Like. Our time is not his time. Our ways are not his ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. So there may be some things that he is trying to work through you, work out of you, trying to squeeze and press you through to get some stuff out of you before you get to the next level. There's some things that he's trying to get to you that you're going to need for that next level. He doesn't want you to get there prematurely. He wants you to get there wholeheartedly with full understanding so that when you get to that level, you can maintain that one, too right anyways i hope you guys got something out of today's episode um it's always my prayer that you do you can always connect with me on instagram at hannah's world zero zero you can send in your listener letters to hannah's world zero zero at gmail.com i'm also on facebook as hannah's world connect with me let me know what you think about these episodes let me know what your thoughts are let me know what you're trying to learn how to maintain let's help each other because we are here to do life together so until next time Peace out, world.